we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Armin, once again, to take a bite out of the Big Apple. Yeah, it's New York, baby. The city of, uh, um, I don't know, like... <laughs> Vegas, New York, Cancun crossover is what you're doing. You were going I, yeah, to say City of like- Sin. No, I was going to say City of Stars, but I was like, that's Hollywood, uh, and this isn't a Beverly Hills. But I don't know. I mean, there's musical stars in New York. Broadway. 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 Yeah. I mean, we, uh, you know. Louis oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I have to take my phone call right now. Um, It's my daughter calling. Oh. Let me take this real quick. It looks like she may have gone to job at the library. Um, <laughs> Give me, just give me a moment. Uh, oh, you were you were a petunia. I was a rose. I was a rose. <laughs> Guys, this episode of Roni, we are just like literally just having like a blast right now. Literally just doing little bits. Just doing little bits. Um, about Roni is just episode. one long bit, Eddie. It's it's been a twelve it season bit. Is. It's it's comedy at its highest form. Um, and this episode was no different. I mean, it was kind of sexy. This episode got me going. I loved um, Leah. And her, you know, Eddie the Love Doctor loves a little loving. Um, and that makeout, oh, talk about hot and bravoed. I was hot and bravoed. I was getting some Turks and Caicos vibes. Although, no one was uncool. Yeah, no one was uncool this time. There was uh, no Heather Thompson and Carol Radziwill storming through the bedrooms the next morning because <laughs> Leah was like, you know what? You're not going to be my first guy in however many months. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I I love that. I love that. You know, it's been a second. Yeah, you're not worth it. Higher standards you know? for that, you know, first dip back in the pond. So exactly. And she did get to have that dip back in the pond. And I think that first dip back was way better later in the episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> Interesting use of No, dip. one was literal. One was a uh, literal. One, I know, I know, I know. One was a literal dip. <laughs> one was a figurative like, dip. I, it took me a second. I was like, what other dip did she Yeah, you were like, did she hook like, up with someone? Did I watch yeah, the whole Yeah, and then episode? I was like, are you talking about the cenotes? Like, what are you? <laughs> okay, we are still in um, Cancun in Mexico. Um, these ladies are hungover, to say the least. Um, Dorinda is trying to get everyone up to do this like dance or dance workout situation aerobics aerobics so she teaches i love how she was like well if i high hired you guys so like you're i'm just gonna put on a show for you like that's the level of rich that i want to be is like to hire people to come watch me eddie bix do things eddie i would be a great aerobics instructor actually true story i think my mom used to teach like calisthenics or aerobics in college or something i feel like that was a rumor, not a rumor, but like a story I heard. I'm sure it's a rumor. It's unconfirmed. It's Eddie's unconfirmed mom rumor. may have taught aerobics. So I'm what you're saying, saying though is that it's in your blood. It's in it the is. genes. I, you know, yeah. I auditioned twice to be a soul cycle instructor. Twice did not make it, but hey. Also not aerobics. Yeah, true. That's cardio. It's thin. Eddie, how 
do Luann and Dorinda do this every single time. They drink all night, have 20 shots of tequila, and they wake up, and they're working out at 7 a.m. How? Um, I mean, I'm really the worst person to ask this because I am the same exact way. I feel How like do you do it? I can't do it. I'm stuck in bed. Okay, so it's a blessing and a curse because it's the same situation where, like, you... Okay, this is going to sound so bad, but like when you have this kind of like bounce back where it's like the no hangover like lifestyle, it makes it very easy to go to have like heavy drinking go unchecked for a very long time because you have real no physical consequences for your Mm. actions. It's only emotional and mental consequences of like if you were really embarrassing or you said something or you did something. I mean, you could have physical consequences, obviously, if you like hurt yourself, someone else or like you know, got yourself in a dangerous situation, but like physically you're not throwing up the next morning. You don't have the headache. You're kind of like, whatever, I could go to brunch. I could do it again. And so speaking from experience, it just happens. It's just the way you're built. And it's a double-edged sword. I mean, not a double-edged sword. It's a, it's a sword. It's a blessing and a curse is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sword. When I drink tequila and I don't pair it with a juice or with a, soda or something like that um but i have it straight and with water like every now and then like have a bottle of water and then take a shot of tequila bottle of water zero hangover but if i'm having any alcohol to be honest mixed with a juice or a soda it really compounds the hangover and luann was saying she was having tequila sodas that's what shocks me like clean tequila on its own actually doesn't give you a hangover but it's the pairing with all the sugar, you know, if you have like a tequila yeah. sunrise, right? Or if you have yeah. a tequila soda. I mean, they were literally went to tequila two seasons prior, mm-hmm. two or three seasons prior. And they had a full tasting. Like they know to get like Luann can drink tequila. Like you don't need the sugar for fruit drinks to enjoy the alcohol. And that's how you don't get the hangover after. I speak from experience. I was a shots boy. But you shot, know, shot, 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 shot. <laughs> were you a shots boy ever? Not like where I would like serve shots. I just took a bunch of shots. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I would have remembered your shots boy era. Could you imagine me like in like, I don't know. You'd like, actually be great at it. Like, yeah, you'd be shorts, like, fucking serving, like, good at it. Like those, no, I would be, that would be a very dangerous job for me. It would be dangerous for you, but it would be great for the patrons because of your energy. And Thanks. you would really get people to order more shots. Because you'd be like, come on, how can you not do that? Tom, Tom, are you listening? Lisa, LVP, when you're opening. Historically, they don't have a shop boy, but I think they should add uh, a shop okay. boy and it should be you. Eddie Estrada, the shop boy. Tom, Tom, <laughs> meet me at Tom, Tom. Uh, Let's talk about this phone at the breakfast table issue because yes. I have a strong opinion on this. Well, okay, I, I don't want to go out there and say a strong opinion on this. Um, but I do have a preference for how I like to operate at the dinner table or at the breakfast table or at the lunch table even. Um, but I'm curious how, what you think about this. Okay, so I feel like this situation was different because I feel like Sonia and Leah were at the table first working on their respective businesses, which they needed to do. Clearly, they both had major things going on. It felt like the woman kind of encroached on their space, which was fine. That's where they were having breakfast. I feel like the ladies maybe should have moved away from the table if they wanted to continue working. But it was almost like they were kind of caught and it was like too quick, it felt kind of. I don't know. Um, 
but I'm I'm a I'm a big person of like if we're at the table if we're sitting down to have a meal together let's not have our phones because like you know it just takes away and it's rude and it's like you're not here you're somewhere else and it's just like it's just obnoxious to everyone else it interrupts everyone else's time it I don't changes know. the energy. That's exactly. how I feel. Only exactly. bring out your phones for photos and videos because that's fun. That's going to create a memory. Exactly. But when people go on their phone and they start Googling stuff and they start texting back and taking a phone call at the dinner table, I can't yeah, wait to get is, into that. Yeah. I, I think it changes the, the energy. And if you commit to having dinner with other people, I think that's what you're doing. If, yes. you absol- if you absolutely need to take a call, if you absolutely need to work on something, you can just move away. And they're move at a, yourself, yeah. A hotel, so it's different. It's not like you're at a restaurant. It's harder to move away. Yeah. Sonia could go into her bedroom pretty much anywhere. I mean, they're at like a 10,000 square foot mansion, right? Yeah, she could literally just go to the pool and just finish whatever she needs to do there. You Poolside. know what I mean? Poolside. Exactly. I mean... I love working poolside. That's oof. That's always nice. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it was, I mean, the intention of Dorinda being upset, the reason why she upset was fair. I agree. No working, no business, no phones at the table, but at the same time, like, come on. Like they were kind of stuck in a situation and you kind of encroached on their space. And I feel like Dorinda was just looking for a fight to pick. Like she's been this whole, whole season so far. The zero to 60 of it all is what makes it difficult to always root for Dorinda because she could yeah. handle it so much better. But we're going to talk about that obviously more in depth. Oh, oh. When we get into what happened at the end of the episode. So we'll save that. Yeah, we'll save that. But let's talk about the Montreal men that Leah and Luann ran into. Well, I first have to say, um, I recently have had an interest in Canada because I have been watching Drag Race Canada. Oh. Um, if you don't watch it, you should be. If you're a fan of the drag races, of the RuPaul drag races, it is very entertaining. Um, but this I loved. I love the idea of like a vacation love or like a vacation mm-hmm. romance. Um, especially in Mexico, there's something like exciting and exotic. I remember when I was on spring break, I had a, um, a romance, a short lived spring break romance in Mexico as well. Um, it was wonderful. It was a lot of drama, but it was a lot of fun. Aren't those Um, supposed to be not dramatic, which is what makes them so special? Well, the situation was, was evidently... My my spring break romance had had kissed my uh had kissed our our, our dear friend Dallas the night before <laughs> and I didn't know, but like I was set up. So your so, like, romance, your Mexico romance, turned into a love triangle with at home friends. So basically, yeah, you were bringing the romance it, it, back to home. It ended up on Twitter, and then like there was just a lot of like text messages and ads coming in it was just a really stressful time in my young life i think what makes the abroad romances so appealing is the impermanence of it so exactly. what you did was the exact opposite was yeah I, I i liked the impermanence but i still had to have some lasting permanence to the situation which was <laughs> the repercussions back home absolutely um but i have to say leah really 
maximized that experience. You okay, know? yeah. She destroyed it. Also, Ramona got what she needed out of it, too. I'm going to say that much. You know yeah. Ramona loved every second of that. Oh, my God. Um, Like, literally, no joke. If I, if When I don't get my ID checked at a restaurant, I get excited. And I'm in my mid-20s. <laughs> That's like the inverse. Like, you like that you look older in that case. No, I don't. No, I like that I don't get my ID checked because that means... Oh, no. I like when I get my ID Oh, checked. you like that's that when I you get your ID checked? Yes. Sorry, ah. that's what I meant to say. I'm so confused. I don't understand what <laughs> left is right or up is down. It is one of those quarantine days where my brain is a jumble grumble. Um, But, yes, I love when I get my ID checked. Like, I'm always like, oh, my ID? Who do you think I am? Like, some, like, 16-year-old? Like, I don't know. Maybe 18. <laughs> maybe I'm, like, about to have my 21st birthday and they just want to, like, you know, make sure. Do you think Ramona wanted to hook up with that guy or she just wanted to? A hundred percent. But nothing Ramona happened. Ju- Ramona sees like a, like semi-decent pecs, um, <laughs> a man's square body, um, and like, it's just like, oh, okay. That She's just, ready to go. That just gave me flashbacks to Ramona oiling up Mario's pecs, and I didn't want to have flashbacks to that today. I mean, that's like, the that's literally Ramona's type. Um, uh. I was very happy for Leah, though, jumping on that man, riding him, and making out with him, and then being like, mm-mm. She's what I like to call Flirty Dirty, which is a book, a page out of my book, um, where it is where you, um, it's basically a tease, which I love to be. It's where you, like, make everyone think that you're flirting with them, and you make them think that they'll get whatever they want, and then you're like, well, nice try. See you next time. I swear, you coined Flirty Dirty on the Butter and Pop podcast. Yeah. I did. I flirty dirty i was talking about jacqueline schumann yep in summer house and i said she was flirty dirty which was a tactic and a, a personality trait that i used and she affirmed it too yes she did she was like yes that is true and you know it's fun to be flirty dirty and you know have a good time and go kudos to leah for accepting that truth because you know sometimes uh you want to flirt and you want to be a little dirty but you don't want to go all the way and that's that's fine and i, I respect that I also love how effortlessly the Roni cast is able to bring in ancillary characters and just make them an amazing integral part of an episode, whether it's like Turks and Caicos, where there was multiple guys, right? There were the guys that created the messed up situation um, with, you know, Heather and Carol. But then there was like the club owner guy with Ramona who was flirting with Ramona and they all got pissed Mm -hmm. at him. There was... Mm -hmm. The captain of the Hooters boat. Yes. Ramona almost cheated on Mario on camera on a trip that was meant to commemorate her vow renewal. Yes. That was batshit. Yes. Just over and over again. They just do it so effortlessly. Let's not forget about Abiza Ray. Oh, my God. Um. But I loved, I mean, I also loved the moment of, like, Sonia and Luann, like, just looking on with, like, admiration for the and being like, yes, you get it, girl. Like, mm, I love how she just takes charge, that young one, you know, she does it her own way. And I was like, I love this. I love everything about this. I love that they are accepting Leah into the group. They're supporting her and her, like, flirty, dirty ways. It's like, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, Luann and Sonia could see something in me one day. Maybe I could be a New York housewife. Could you imagine if like me and Leah <laughs> took the town? I would bring Tinsley back, obviously. But I no, would, like, Eddie, don't ruin I'd a good Tinsley thing. Back. You had a good thing going just there. Wait, no, but I'd bring her back with like the edgy Chicago flair. She's gonna come back. She's gonna 
uh, she's gonna have that windy city is gonna put up some gust in her sail uh, I have to say, on the note of Leah fitting in with the cast so well, it was really cute when she was talking to the guys at the dinner table about her connection to the group. And yeah. she was like, Sonia's just the sweetest kind of soul. We butted heads at first, but now we have this deep connection. Lou, when I met her, we just locked eyes and we just knew we'd be friends forever, friends for life. I don't know. I just kind of thought that was really sweet and endearing and sincere. And it's, it's nice to see those kind of moments, you know? It was really cute. I loved Leah um, in that moment because it's showing that she's actually connecting with the ladies herself and she sees them more so than like who she's obviously watched on television before. She's actually connecting with them on a deeper level. Um, but I wanted to say one other thing, speaking of the ladies and all their connections, um, Luann in the car about the guy who won American Idol that Ramona and Tinsley both evidently also hooked up with and dated. Do you remember that? When she was like, oh, he's right. He won American Idol. Why are and there Jordan so like, many like guys that all these New York housewives have hooked up with? Because, okay, so first of all, when they said one American Idol, I was, you know, I was an American Idol writer for my local paper at 16. I was the American Idol specialist. I would, I'm no joke. You were a columnist? I was a columnist. Specializing in American Idol. Yes. Um, there was like a bunch of us uh, for the timeout section for this, like the county paper. And we, we did, we gave like our, our reviews on American Idol each, each week. So I'm a big American Idol person. Um, not anymore. Like I'm old school American Idol, like back in the day. Um, but I was like, who could it be? Taylor Hicks was the only person that was coming to my mind. And if you, anyone here knows American Idol, like, you know, Taylor Hicks, like gray hair. I saw Taylor Hicks on the t- Greece t- tour, like the musical of Greece tour. He played teen angel and it was an experience i can't remember how old i was i think i was in high school like maybe like 14 or 15 holy shamole taylor hicks he should not have won it should have been Catherine mcphee and i will stand by that till this day but um the internet actually figured out who they think it is and it's constantine morales mm. who don't know who um, that is i, I just don't okay. know american idol well for those listeners who do know american idol who are way cooler than armin <laughs> because american idol is the shit you know who constantine morales is rocker um, he was in Rock of Ages. Like, we know who this guy is. You don't Google him. Um, him and Tinsley dated. And so that's who they think is the one that has hooked up with Ramona and Luann. And just, Armin, after this episode, please Google Constantine Morales. And just imagine all three of these ladies hooking up with him because you can't. He looks kind of like a pirate person, like a rocker pirate. So it makes sense. Roni loves their pirates. Another great ancillary yes. character in Roni history. Yes, yes. Johnny Depp pirate. Um, I just had to throw that in there because I know the listeners were like, we talked about the American Idol person. And I, I had to. As an American Idol stand myself, old days, not the new stuff. I yeah. love that. Yeah, so. I'm looking him up right now so I could give you an oh, you reaction. Yeah, of course. Why not? Oh, my God. I oh, my God. You know him. I do know him. I've seen him around. He is, you know what he is? He's kind of like a Johnny Depp pirate court crossover. Court? Court, season three, Luann's boyfriend. Oh. The guy who wrote the book Scandalosity. Oh. Do you remember him? I see that, yes. Yeah, he's very much a court uh, Johnny Depp pirate blend. 
Love that. Love, yeah, well, great for him. We love Constantine Morales for sleeping with all these horny ladies. Um, let's get him. He's on from the show New Jersey, of course. Yeah. He's right there. Him and Luann, let's see it. I could see them together. They look alike. Um, <laughs> they truly do. And I know you're laughing, but it's true. They, that's why she thinks he's so attractive. I've seen like, this mm, guy somewhere. I don't know where. He sings just like me and it looks just like I look in the mirror, but just a bull. <laughs> Lou Man in the flesh. Um, okay, let's get back to Dorinda. Or no, let's talk about the cenotes first because we didn't talk about that. This is always really cool. If you are in um, certain parts of Mexico, you can actually go into like cenotes, which are like underwater, like caverns and pools, which are super cool. They got lowered into one. I've like seen ones where you have to swim through like tunnels in the water or like little like caverns. And then you get into like larger pools, like larger cenotes. And they're like big circular, like people can like dive into them. They're so sick. Um I went but to I one when it. I went to Can- Cancun. It's a lot of fun. You did? I, so we went to one, but I refused to get into the water because I was very nervous about what was in the water. Um, I, I, nature, I like nature to a point. And the unknown of the caverns and the cenotes is what freaks me out. And like fish, I love fish, but not when fish are swimming under me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll never forget, I had goggles on, right? So I was able to see underwater really well. I jump in from, like, the highest point, and I land in, and I just see, like, all all these fish disperse, and it was, like, what felt like thousands of fish around me. It was insane. Uh. And I realized that the, the reason why the water looked so dark is because these fish were basically like black or something. They were very dark. And so the reason why the water looked that way is because basically the, all the water was populated by fish. Nope. Nope. You know what I think of? You know what I think of? You want to know what traumatized me so hard is, did you ever watch the movie Stand By Me? Of course. Um, The leeches. Yes. The leeches. Oh my God. Uh, Everyone's been traumatized by that. That's all I can think about when I think of the cenotes is like whenever we would like, whenever we go to Mexico, I I refuse because the leeches, I'm like, they're good. (laughs) I know all these other people are swimming in here, but the leech is going to find me. I'm the tastiest person in the world. (laughs) Obviously I'm a little flirty, dirty. The leech is going to think, get it. Yeah. Leeches are attracted to flirty, dirty famously. So, Good thing yeah, you avoided so, the cenotes. Um, but yeah, love that they did this. But yeah, so then after their entire day without Dorinda, which Ramon is like, oh, it was so nice not to have Dorinda. It was so great to not have Dorinda, not have Dorinda yelling at me. Not to... And it's like, okay, we get it, Ramona. Like Dorinda yells, but also some of the like times she is yelling is because of you and your behavior. So like, let's not act like you're a queen of the world right now. Uh, but... Ugh. then they go to this like was it a breakfast or was it a lunch yeah i think it was a and, lunch and hannah calls which sorry i got a phone call again eddie i got oh it oh my gosh it's it's hannah it's actually hannah <laughs> sorry oh, is it really did she get it but no so D- dorinda's daughter calls and obviously like um She's going to take the call. Yeah, but all the ladies are obviously very upset because it is very hypocritical because she's like, yeah, I have to take it to my daughter. Like, you guys all know her. Like, it's her, you know, like, it's my daughter. I have to take this call. But at the same time, she was like, calls can't be taken at the table. So 
it's like that double standard and it's like hey you can't have your cake and eat it too you can't expect everyone else to follow the rules if you don't want to follow them yourself like Dorinda could have easily gotten up and walked away and talked to her daughter she didn't have to answer it right there you know it's that simple it's so simple just walk 15 feet away it becomes distracting to the table again it changes the energy right just like if someone were to have their head right in their phone right and I don't understand why Dorinda had to blow up over it. Um, but also, Ramona, nobody likes your crocodile tears. That yeah, was a like, massive overreaction. And I thought Sonia put it well in her confessional. It just distracts from the real case at hand here, which is that Dorinda is having different standards for different people. And yes. it's usually a stand- one standard for herself and a different standard for everyone else. That's unfair. But also, I think everyone broadly agreed with Dorinda's point earlier. Luann even said at the breakfast the day before, Dorinda's right. Like, when she's right, she's right. Like, something like that. Yeah. And Ramona even said, Dorinda's right. Like, they all agreed. And even Leah reluctantly during her confessional said, like, yeah, you know, I understand what Dorinda's saying. They all agreed with what she's saying. It's her tact. Yeah. You know, and then to go and do this where you take the call and then you try to spin it and say, wow, so you don't want me to talk to my daughter? No one is saying that. They're just saying, no one said that. Let us enjoy our lunch. Walk 15 feet away. Yes. You can come back and tell us the good news. If you want to share the good news with us, good news with us, and that's why you wanted to take the call as you were expecting good news, take the call and share the good news with the group after don't like be surprised. Cause what if it was bad news? What if she got called and she's like, mom, I didn't get this job, blah, blah, blah. Like then that ruins the mood of the whole table. Here's option. Here's option C speaker phone, which she had hand on speaker phone, which I think makes it worse by the way. Yeah. But speaker phone and introduce everyone to Hannah and make it a big, bigger conversation. So everyone yeah. feels a part of it. Right. Because The problem with people taking a phone call during dinner or lunch is that it makes it impossible for anyone else to have a conversation. Usually, get this, here's the irony, because they don't want to be be rude and interrupt that person's phone call. Exactly, exactly. If you start talking, then the person who's on the phone starts to go like, Hey, like, can you quiet down a little bit? And be like, well, we're at the table. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if someone answers the phone at the table next time, I'm literally just going to have a loud conversation next to them and not, and like, about, like, I don't know. Anything. Pull a book, pull a book out of Beverly Hills Housewives and be like, who hears that at the recess? I mean, I haven't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, someone might, and you could have, you know, a, it's who's doing coke in the bathroom. You can talk about your thing. shamans and crystal balls? And I'm putting my crystal at my vajuju. I loved that. <laughs> I, so, okay. I don't know if you have yet watched, and this is for our listeners as well. There is a show on TBS, a reality show on TBS. And before you say what, listen, it's called the lost resort or lost resort or something like that. It is about like these people who are going to this like camp or like uh, a resort. And they're like basically getting like emotional healing through all these like sessions and like g- gurus and shamans and stuff. We started watching it because my roommate's um, ex is one of the shamans on the show. Like, he's one of the gurus. Um, So we watched it. We don't even watch it for him anymore. We watch it just for, like, the people on the show. It's so freaking good. Like, it's so... But it's it's kind of like this, where there's, like, this new sex uh, orgasm um, spiritual guru, and she, like, helps with your sexuality. And I was like, oh, my God, she's got to know Zena Hart. 
like Aqua Aquazina Heart from Lost Resort must know this bruja from um Brooklyn that like you know Leo goes to. Like they have to have like some kind of connection or like on each other's Rolodex for sure. But D- highly DM- suggest watching Lost Resort. DM Leah and see if you could get the connect. Maybe you could do a Zoom session i don't know if those things maybe could I be should. done over zoom maybe i should you know i don't know maybe this is like a moment for me to like heal something oh well I, even when i said heal like that came out like a demon maybe there's something going i've been reading a lot of books about energy and stuff so, yeah this is you know. right up your alley see i'm not really into this stuff but you love the psychics you love the oh, shamans you, you love all that, that stuff this, you know that this podcast was sponsored by psychics <laughs> so that's your dream just so you could have free psychic lessons Honestly, or whatever. I don't know. It's, you'll call lesson, it a lesson, yeah. I well, mean, maybe I you can. I, maybe I, you I could get a I, lesson so you could become I a psychic. I, I think I have something in me. Like, I'm not lying. You know, when I worked for the Millionaire Matchmaker, when I used to work for Patty Singer, we used to, like, you we used to, like, she thought I had psychic abilities. Like, she used to play with my psychic abilities. Like, you we used could to go, hone it together. Yeah, you could go hone it at uh, Valley College. I heard they so have a psychic to, 101 class. I really should. I really, guys, if you know anything about psychics or, like, how to hone my skills, Hit me up. Yeah, see if you could get a grant and go study psychic ability. I'm not kidding. Like, this is real. Um, I really, like, I feel like my psychic that told me something, like, a while back. Like, I feel like her reading on me from two years ago is actually reading for me this year. I just got it early, which is blowing my mind because a lot of the stuff that she's saying is, like, freaking weird. Uh, but that's all I got to say on that. Um, speaking this of is- psychics, though, Eddie. Yeah. It wouldn't have taken a psychic to see that Ramona was going to blow up at Leah. What did you think about that? Because I swear, Ramona has to make everything about Leah. I did not mind that Leah didn't say something. What, does everyone have to pile on? Like four of them are calling Dorinda out. Does Leah have to say something? And Ramona has to pin something on Leah every single time. It's like, give her a break. The thing is, is... With Leah, I feel like Ramona is like you. She wants Leah to be part of the group, but under her own circumstances, where it's like you have to be part of this like group mentality, like group think. Like if we're all against her, you're against her too. If you're part of this group, you're all in. And I feel like she's with Leah being like, well, I'm not going to comment on this. Like I'm not going to pile on Dorinda. Obviously, like things are going down. Like it's her being like, I'm kind of defying this order that you always had set in place of like we all attack the same person. Like, I don't need to play by these rules. I don't need to fit to your idea of what it is to be like a New York housewife or to be one of these ladies and like F you. And that's pissing Ramona off. Cause she reads right through it and she sees what Leah's doing to her, giving her the big old mill finger. That's what she's doing. Yeah. I just feel like Ramona is being ridiculous about all of this. And I think it even goes beyond the group. Think of it all. I think Ramona has very personal beef with Leah And it all circles back to what Dorinda said a few episodes ago. She's jealous of Leah. Leah is what Ramona wants to be, a young emerging housewife. She wants, Ramona wants to go back to season one of Roni. That's what it is. Exactly. And so it cannot be done. I think Dorinda put it best. Like Leah has what Ramona could never have. Um, It's just getting grating. Uh, with her picking on on Leah, just pick on her for good stuff, you know, stuff that really matters. This was yeah, this was nonsense. Stupid. But anyway, I think we Ugh. mentioned it all and so much more. I feel like I really let the floodgates open on this one, guys. Yeah, no, Sorry, the Constantine really, revelation that was huge. I mean, there's a lot of things that I I said in this podcast. Um, 
But if you want to get more, make sure you guys subscribe wherever you're listening to right now, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Also, like and share. If you like it, give us like five stars or like hearts or whatever it is on whatever platform you listen in. Just show us some love. Um, you can follow us on social media. It's at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T in beer, A-V-O-D. We have some fun stuff on there. Armin, anything you want to plug or promote? People should subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash hot and bravo. We have so many great exclusive episodes on there. We have the Bravo Battles series, which is great. And that is going to be recurring um, where uh, we pit different Bravo episodes against each other, different Bravo cast members against each other, maybe even franchises one day. We'll see. We're doing uh, great stuff with that. And you can only get those episodes on Patreon. So support us there, get bonus episodes, uh, ask us questions for the mailbag. That's, again, exclusive oh, to Patreon. Mailbag. Yeah, so visit patreon.com mm-hmm, backslash hot and bravoed, and uh, you can get access to all of those things. And you can follow me on social media, which gives you access to my life. Um, that's <laughs> at Eddie underscore Strata, if you want to find it. 24-hour live streams I mean, on there. I'm going to start posting again. I know I, I got some new followers. Hey, I saw you guys. Thanks for the follow. Um, there's going to be some fun stuff that's going to be coming soon. I'm kind of going to be changing what I'm doing on my Instagram a little bit. So you'll see some fun stuff coming y'all. Um, yeah. And that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next time in NYC.